What is up out there, Ugnots and Jawas, and welcome to another episode of Mando Talk. We got a fun episode for you today. Timothy Oliphant has been reported to be cast in season two of The Mandalorian, and apparently he's going to be wearing Boba Fett's armor. What does that mean? Who is he going to be playing? Is he playing Boba Fett, or is he playing a character that we have seen in canon? Check us out this week. You'll get to see what we think about that on this week's episode of Mando Talk. May the Force be with you, and let's get to it. Dude, we're joined in studio by a special guest today, right? (laughs) Harrison Ford is in studio. Han Solo. In the flesh. We've got Empire Strikes Back on our mind. Because today's the 40th anniversary of the greatest movie of all time. Debatable. The greatest movie of all time. I think, well, greatest <laughs> Star Wars movie. I think Revenge of the Sith came out, you know, sooner than 40 years ago. You think Revenge of the Sith is the greatest movie of all time? I said greatest Star Wars movie. <laughs> Let's get that on record. Okay, so, wait. That's Nolan's favorite movie. Well, he may So have y'all said, share that. He may have said it first. <laughs> but he liked it more about the younglings part with Anakin. True, you know, he so. likes killing those younglings. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Mando Talk. Brandon Anderson has joined me. Yep, I'm back. Thanks for coming by, hanging out with me. Yeah, I know you, you called up last minute and said that you know you had a few people going to be out of studio today. So yeah, we some, are pulled some things together and happy to be here. Yeah, we're pre-recording. Uh, th- it's Thursday, but this is coming out on Friday like normal. Uh, we had some things come up this weekend, so we had to go ahead and get it done. Luckily, Brandon was able to step in and hop on Mando Talk with me. So we've got a lot of things to discuss. Um, some basic things to discuss just for us to have some fun. And then the only news that we have, like we teased up at the top, is Timothy Oliphant cast in season two of The Mandalorian. Now, every single time I say his last name, I'm stopping myself from saying elephant. Dude, dude I, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was like, you did a better job. I would, I thought it was elephant until you just said it, so I'm glad dude, we got that out of the way. It's tough, and if I mess up his last name at some point during this episode... Don't be surprised. What's Tamira Morrison is the yeah, other actor. Yeah, Tamira right? Morrison, right. But yeah, like you said, we'll get in that a little bit. Yeah, later. yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first thing, though, that we wanted to talk about, just some general conversation, was this past week, I don't remember what day it was, but I saw it on social media. It was National Streaming Day, and I know we've had a lot of time at home with everything going on, uh, so I wanted to open up the show just kind of asking, like, what are we watching? What are we doing to pass the time by? And how are we having fun at home? Well, streaming's huge right now because a lot of us True. are quarantined and, you know, <laughs> stuck at home. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this past week I've been watching a little bit of everything, rewatching some old shows, uh, Community, The Office, watching a few episodes of that. I've seen it so many times I can pretty much quote it, but it's, it's great to have right. on. And, and I know I mentioned I watched uh, Mindhunters and you hadn't heard anything about no, it. No, I have uh, not. It's a great show for those of you out there who are like crime thrillers and, and suspenseful stuff. It, it, it's a... It's a show you, okay. you really enjoy. Have you seen Ozark? I saw the first season. I heard the second season. Or I maybe even be on the third one now. Mm-hmm. We're on the third one now. Yeah, I heard though it's dropped off in quality, so I haven't oh, got really? around. That's what I've heard. I yeah. thought season two and three were better than one, in my opinion. I, how I heard it explained <laughs> was 
it something happens, but it really doesn't. It just like defaults <laughs> back to it. They said it's a poor man's Breaking Bad. I think you even said yeah, that. I said that. Okay, I, I think I said that on air that it was yeah. a poor man's Breaking Bad. But so I'm sure I'll get around to watching it because, like yeah. I said, I've I've watched a bunch. Yeah. So currently for us, I know sports wise, The Last Dance is going crazy. Uh, it just wrapped up, but I have not finished The Last Dance. So don't be tweeting Mando talk or anything yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Because uh, I have not seen the last three episodes, so I'm watching that right now. I also finally got the wife to watch How I Met Your Mother. I know we were talking about that off air. Yeah. I love How I Met Your Mother. I just don't like the last season particularly, but... I can see that. And I know we were talking off the off air. I know this is completely away from Star Wars, but um, how we were debating between How I Met Your Mother and Friends, I think that's a fun debate. I think it. I think it's like a, a. It's it goes back to like the Office and Parks and Rec too. Yeah, There's people who like you know this one as opposed to this one. They right. may like both of them. Like for me, Friends is is okay. I've watched it a lot growing up because it's always on. It is always on. That's TV. true. Friends uh, is like one of those comfort things you throw on in the background and mm-hmm. you just continue on with your daily thing. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I'm with Keller. I'm I'm a How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, kind of guy. For sure. I'm on that side of the fence. For sure, so. I agree. All right, that's really all we're watching. Yeah. Uh I've been okay, I have been watching. I know on air I've talked about how Star Wars trumps MCU by far, mm-hmm. and I will always be on that stance. Always. Don't no we're we're on air. We're on a Star Wars podcast. You better watch your grimaces there. Are, are we talking about sequels <laughs> or are we talking about <laughs> We're talking about just Star Wars in general. MCU. See, I will say this. Okay, I've I've been watching all the MCU not in release order. But chronologically, right in time frames, um, and I've gotten like halfway, and I just finished Thor: The Dark. Is it the Dark World or Dark World, something like yeah. that? It's been okay. To connect this to Star Wars, I really appreciate Kevin Feige and MCU's ability to dedicate fully connecting every single one of those like twenty-something movies. Yeah, it's very impressive, and. I just kind of wish that that was the case for the sequels. <laughs> I, I, I was just about to say that too. Like they did such a great job, and Star Wars has lacked in that. And that's yeah. that's something that you know sticks out to me how they can connect. I I don't even know the count on movies. You may know however many it was before Infinity War. However, they, however it was many in they the twenties. Yeah, it's, before Infinity War. It's crazy. Yeah. Gra- granted, the like the timeline because Empire Strikes Back was forty years ago today. Right. So I mean, yeah. just that much time to. It's got to be a hard task to do. So props to MCU and yeah, hopefully Star Wars will get Star better. Star Wars is better, Come but on. regardless. <laughs> okay, so what I wanted to talk about, though, is this big thing. Okay, this is, again, more intro stuff. But this big thing going on. Uh, Zack Snyder, I know those of you listening probably are familiar with the DCEU as well. Zack Snyder cut of Justice League is coming out on HBO Max. Now, in my notes I have for me to connect this to Star Wars somehow, what I wanted to discuss with that, because there's report that Zack Snyder's Justice League cut, they haven't decided if they're going to release it on HBO Max as a chapter kind of series or as a film. But regardless, I think it's important for Star Wars... Because, number one, it might make Disney Plus have a legit competitor. Mm-hmm. Number two, I know The Mandalorian right now, 
I believe is the number two streamed show, and number one is actually the Clone Wars, just because it came out most recent. Right. Um, but if they decide to release that as a TV show, I think it's going to have some heavy competition for the Mandalorian, especially if they decide. I believe they said 2021 is the release date for uh, Zack Snyder's Justice Cut, whatever Justice League, whatever Justice Cut, <laughs> Justice Cut. Uh, 2021 is that release. Now we don't know if Mandalorian will have season three uh, in 2021. I'm assuming it's going to though. And it'll be interesting if they release that around the same time. I believe that'll be legitimate con- competition for the Mandalorian. Thoughts think, on that? I think from a logistics standpoint, it wouldn't be probably the best if they release it at the same time. Yeah, because coming from the like initial release of Justice League, like it didn't do too hot. No, and it didn't. People were kind of yeah fed, that's, up, fed up with. That's it, why so. people are wanting this one. And and it may be if they release it at a time when something isn't like that, people are like, oh, I'll give it another shot because I, you know, I've heard rumors that the Zack Snyder cut was longer and that there right. was some stuff that he was forced kind of to to leave out. So well, so the issue was like Zack Snyder had to leave the project mm-hmm. and another director came in, and a lot of people believe that a lot of the stuff the other director did uh, went into the film and not what Zack Snyder did. Right, sort of like he restarted the whole thing. Right, yeah. so. We'll see, but I just wanted to throw that out there. I mean, that's the biggest thing in pop culture entertainment going on right now, and I wanted to somehow connect that to Star Wars, and I think that's a legitimate case. Mm-hmm. Like, HBO Max, I, I wasn't considering getting it, but if they're going to put that out there, I'm probably going to sign up for it. Yeah, at least check it out. for however long I have to, and then get off of it once I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think. If you think that Justice League, if they release it as a chapter series, will that be competition for The Mandalorian for like which one's the number one TV show of the year? Because I'm assuming season three comes out in 2021. So we'll see. Um, yeah, just let us know what you think about that. And now we are good for only Star Wars talk. Star Wars from here I just on want, out. Probably think, not, but... I think we might continue to have fun like that at the very beginning of the show, just like general conversation. Yeah. Um. I mean, not always, but when big things like that pop up, for I sure. Mean, you got to think a lot of people that like Star Wars are you know, into Marvel movies, DC movies, yeah. the like, so... For sure. Okay, so we've talked about it on top. We got Han Solo here to represent the 40th anniversary of the greatest film of all time, Empire Strikes Back. And what I wanted to discuss, what our favorite moments of that film are. So, I know those of you that have been diehard Mando talk listeners, Mando talkians, I don't know what you want to call yourselves, but ever since day one, I have said that Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars film. It's going to remain that way, at least until today i doubt that it changes because I, from I what we keep seeing <laughs> yeah right that's especially what I was if say. we continue on the trend that we're going true <laughs> so i'm gonna let you lead this first because i know you don't have as great a feelings for empire as i do and it's also been a hot minute since i've seen that movie sure i, yeah. I, watched, I watched a few of them like i was saying i may have said it last week i tried to watch the last jedi again uh, for yeah. those of you who've been listening to Mando Talk <laughs> know I'm, you know, not the biggest fan of that movie. And I'm an okay fan of it. It's okay. And so I tried to rewatch it, couldn't do it, unfortunately. Um but yeah, as far as the Empire Strikes Back, you know, great movie. Um my, mine has to be though, just it's probably everyone's, you know, 
first recollection when they think of the Star Wars movie is the scene where Luke finds out that Darth Vader is his father. That's and, fair. And you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't like disagree with that being like one of the the biggest moments of that film. Uh, oh no! And and it's been argued too, you know, like as you know, new fans come along and, and and people have children and they introduce them to the Star Wars world. It's like, what order do you view it in? Yeah. Do you view it uh, from the <sighs> the prequels through, or do you view it in the release order? And I'm I'm a big component of the release order because you get that you know, that awe factor from the, yeah. uh, the reveal of Darth Vader. And I think one of the amazing things about Empire, and not only Empire, but the whole original trilogy, even with the technology that we have today, I still feel like it Not it doesn't like 100% match up, but it's watchable. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like people that have gr- grown up with all these high-tech, fancy action scenes, I still feel like the original trilogy, especially Empire for me, uh, hold up and that's one of the things that i really enjoy about that film yeah okay so some of my favorite moments let's hear them. i'm sure you have a these list are like in your particular mind. i really only have one and i'm hoping i think of more <laughs> um at the beginning of the film when luke is hanging upside down and we see him like actually use the force i know he in in a new hope he uses the force by connecting with obi-wan to destroy the death star Mm -hmm. but like visually seeing him use the force to get that lightsaber out of the snow and then the music on top of that that was exceptional i loved that moment okay and then another moment i just thought of i mean we get the introduction to yoda Uh, yeah i was about to say i think that's the movie that yoda's introduced. right and we get my favorite quote i mean it's hanging up in my classroom do or do not there is no try there you go so that's the second. Boba Fett gets some okay action. I mean, still, we talked about it last week. If you haven't seen last week's episode, I really feel like last week's Mando Talk episode, we crushed it. Check that out if you haven't done so. But from, anyway. From the host's <laughs> opinion. <laughs> yeah, anyway. No, we had a lot of fun. I yeah. It was, it was a great time. It was a Boba Fett-heavy conversation. But speaking of Boba Fett and Empire, that is the most action that we see out of him, I feel like, mm-hmm. even though he's just walking around. But like the impact of him having Han in Carbonite through every scene that he's in is really impactful for me because again, Han Solo is my favorite character mm-hmm. uh, and it's because Empire. I mean, Empire, Luke goes on his separate journey, Han and Leia and Chewie go on their separate journey and it's just really interesting for me. Also uh, also in that movie, isn't it the line where uh, Han and Leia, it's like, I love you, I know. Yes. That, yeah, that happens. That's so we get to one. see that relationship start forming. Yeah, and also I feel like the lightsaber battle, I mean, not taking anything away, again, from A New Hope between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, but the battle between Luke and Vader is prime time Star Wars for me. Prime time. <laughs> it's, and again, I know that like the fighting, if you watch the prequels and you see all the cinematography and the I mean, you have choreography. To, you have to compare them from different times because I'm right. sure like the, the sequels have better action sequences because we see Kylo, Kylo and Rey fighting. Kylo and Rey's fight on the Death Star mm-hmm. in the water was pretty legit. Yeah, But yeah, like the Luke and Vader battling uh, and the silhouette of like, you know, that classic picture of Vader on top of that platform and Luke like sitting there cross armed like ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> Ooh yeah. <laughs> I, okay. I love that lightsaber battle. And it leads up to that point that you made. We see Luke Skywalker discover that Darth Vader is his father. 
And when he screams no, you can just feel it in yeah. your gut. And then the last thing I'll say is about Empire is we get a tease of the connection between Luke and Leia. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever they're driving off and driving, flying off in the Falcon, and Luke calls out to Leia and says, Leia, hear me. And she can feel him through the force, and she goes back. Yeah. That was incredible. Harken back, I'm going to uh, touch on something real quick. I know yeah. we, I know. here in studio we've talked about doing a, a top five series, right? Top ten series. Yeah, and talking about those lightsaber battles, that's one thing we had in mind. And, and for those of you listening, if you have any ideas of, of stuff in Star Wars that you'd like a top five or a top yeah. ten for, uh, leave it in the comments either on you know Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, or, or down in the YouTube comments. Yeah. Uh, let us know because, I mean, we'd love to... To ha- have a little debate over what yeah. you guys want to see us rank. Dude, so. lightsaber battles is in there for sure. I, I was about to say that's probably <laughs> one of the first ones we'll do, but we're we're trying to get some some rules established so it's not a lot of us rambling. Right. So yeah, we've been throwing out ideas, and I know we've talked about it on the podcast before. We've teased it up. Um, we're still throwing out some ideas, and hopefully that's going to be in development soon. I think it'd be a lot of fun, especially during this off season. Uh, now that the Mandalorian's done and season two of Season two, um, season seven of the Clone Wars is done. You know what? I just thought of something. What's that? I asked at the beginning of the show what we're streaming. I didn't even mention Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian. We've got three episodes so far. <laughs> the fourth one comes out again tomorrow. We are recording on Thursday, so we're not able to mention uh, that fourth episode on this podcast this week. But if anything comes out interesting on that fourth episode of that Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, But just check that out if you haven't done so yet. Again, that's one of the other shows that's going on for Star Wars. Just really cool getting some backstory, some information about uh, The Mandalorian, that show that we developed this podcast around. So if it wasn't for it, I don't even know if we'd be sitting here. But we are now ready to discuss this news report. Timothy... (laughs) Oliphant? (laughs) Elephant. (laughs) Okay, you've seen him. I know anyone probably has seen him and you just don't know. Justified, I know, is the big thing that he's in. Uh, It's a TV show. I haven't even seen it. I haven't seen it. But there's like a song in Justified that I have on my playlist. So I've seen him on like my my album covers because he's like, I think, the main character or something. Uh, And he's in another Western show. And he really pulls off the Western vibe. And I think that fits perfectly for season two and just the Mandalorian in general. And the report is that he is going to be in season two. Now, I want to go ahead and read a key part from the article that Slash Film released this week. And that article says, Oliphant filmed scenes wearing Boba Fett's Mandalorian armor for the upcoming second season of The Mandalorian. That might sound confusing because earlier this month it was reported that Tumera Morrison, who originally played Jango Fett, was cast as Boba Fett. And we talked about that heavily last week. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had a lot of fun doing so. Now, if Morrison is playing the role of Boba Fett, then Timothy Oliphant is playing a character named Cobb Vanth. Now, this Cobb Vanth character was introduced in Chuck Wendig's Aftermath book series. I believe there was three of those books. It's set after 
Return of the Jedi. And what this character is teased as is a self-appointed sheriff of the Tatooine-based settlement called Freetown. And he wears a mysterious set of Mandalorian armor that was acquired from Jawas who scavenged the wreckage of Jabba the Hutt's sail barge. So, in the book series, though, it never confirms that it is Boba Fett's armor. Mm-hmm. It's just Mandalorian armor. Right. But, he's on Tatooine. He, ser- he, he got it from the wreckage. The, he got it from the Jawas. And we know from A New Hope that Jawas are all about making money off of scrap, mm-hmm. basically. So it would make sense to do so. What are your thoughts on just that so far? Like About him getting the armor or getting or a set of armor? Or do you think that it's, just from what I've said, as far as like Aftermath, the book series, in which I haven't even read it, but I, I have seen like the major things that came out of it. Do you think that it's, Boba Fett's armor, like 100%. Uh, without it being said that it is. It, it could be. And we see in episode four or five of The Mandalorian. I always forget the one where they're on Tatooine. Five. Yeah, okay, five. five. Well, we see that teaser at the end of the, the Spurs walking up. So we know someone has that armor. Someone's got it because Boba Fett's the only one that we know that has and Spurs. And see, now at this point with this new information coming out, it leads me to believe that you know it could not be Boba Fett. It could be just the armor of Cobb Vanth wearing it. So... True, right. It's leaving a whole lot more questions. I know they they do these teas to get people excited. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I'm like wondering to myself. And we'll talk about it later. Like all these things that have been coming out each week, we'll talk. We'll hit on that eventually. Yeah. Um. But just real quick before we get into the next question that I have, I would be hundred percent down with Cobb Vanth coming in. And wearing Boba Fett's armor. But I am a little bit concerned, though, that it will be. I know last week we talked about, like, the casual fan. Mm-hmm. I am kind of concerned that it will be a little bit confusing for them. Right. Seeing someone wearing Boba Fett's armor. And then finding out that someone else, Tamara Morrison, is actually Boba Fett. Right. Um, But I feel like that could be easily explained. Event and somehow throughout the series or season, um, thoughts on that. So you think it's something that'll happen like organically as the season progresses? He'll get the armor, or do you think he'll come out? You know, I think he'll first already time it have shows it. Up? Okay. I think maybe if this report is true that he is playing Cobb Vanth, I think the person that we see at the end of chapter five would be Cobb, Cobb Vanth. And again, that harks back. We had a long discussion last episode about. You know, if we would prefer Rex or Boba Fett. Right. I think all of us agreed both if we could get them. Yeah, and that but, uh, leads me to my next question, actually. What is it? Let's okay. Do you think he could actually be playing Boba Fett? Meaning that Tamara Morrison is playing only Captain Rex. So you think they just split the role? Does Boba Fett, you'll have to re- refresh my memory, does he have a lot of talking points? Like vocally, does he say a lot? Uh, he says a couple lines. Okay, but so it's, it you would could, you could easily adjust it like with editing mm-hmm. to match. Yeah, I don't know. That'll be that'll be interesting to see. Now, because because Din Djarin's voice changes a little bit when he takes his helmet off. Yeah. Now we actually get to see uh, Pedro Pascal voice acting mm-hmm. in the booth, and he actually sounds. Just like him. Oh yeah. So it's really cool. Yeah. But <laughs> so it's, what I was saying is though, like when he, when 
Cobb Banth has his, has this you know armor on. Yeah. Uh, he may sound like Tamara Morrison. So. Ooh, that's a good point. Or not? Uh, not Cobb Banth. The actor's name Elephant. Oliphant. <laughs> Elephant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, they may you know distort his voice to sound like Boba Fett. Yeah. And then now, when he takes it off, he gets to be his you know own Cobb Vanth. Well, he gets to be Boba Fett as. Well, see, this is where I kind of, once he takes off that helmet and if they show Oliphant's face, he can no longer be Boba Fett because they don't look alike, in my opinion. And we know that Boba Fett is, he was originally a clone, but they took out Right, so he'll have to look like the clone look, yeah. Yeah, so, and then another thing for me that tells me that Timothy Oliphant's not playing Boba Fett I don't think you hire somebody like that and not show his face. True. And that's that's what we went back uh, with Pedro Pascal. We were like, we know yeah. so, in some form or fashion we're going to get to see his face because you don't pay an actor like right. that to wear a helmet. Exactly. And I feel like once you reveal a big-time actor like that, I mean, he's got his own show in Justified that a lot of people love. Once you reveal his face... The magic's kind of gone. Yeah, and you yeah. can you can see that it's not... Boba Fett, because we know what Boba Fett should look like. He should look like Tamara Morrison. Right. <laughs> so I think just that in itself kind of shows that Oliphant's not playing Boba Fett, but it could very well be possible that he is wearing Boba Fett's armor. But uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's. Cobb Vanth, mm-hmm. it just kind of—I mean—it heavily hints that he is. If they're if they're committing to showing this character from the book, then it will be. But it could it very easily they could create some new character with it, I guess. Yeah, and if I mean if he is this, you know, self-proclaimed sheriff of was it Freetown? Yeah, you said? yeah, yeah. I mean, it could you know, it start out the series as it's bouncing around and it shows Boba Fett as Tamara Morrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, as uh, the actor, rather, right, have the armor, and then him with—I uh, forget who he was going after—that assassin, that Dinjarn was. That uh, we In hear the sp- we hear the Spurs going to pick up. Afterwards. Oh yeah, I don't remember her name. We but may, I, I know who you're talking. We about. may see some, you know, <laughs> some adventure happen with them, and then him loses armor somehow in there, and then it show up in Freetown, and that's how we're introduced. Oh, okay. So, so it helps casual fans see that oh that's not Boba Fett it's yeah. just this armor ends up see I was kind of worried and as you were saying that I was kind of thinking in my mind it would it would make sense to show Boba Fett in his armor and also show Captain Rex and show that they look the same but I feel like if they go this route, it might be a little bit more difficult to, to explain the difference between Captain Rex and Boba Fett because they're going to look the same, but they're not the same. Right. I don't know. It's just, this throws in like a complete new curveball for me. See, and with with all these like weekly updates and stuff keep coming out, it it's leading me more to believe that it's going to be Ahsoka and Rex and then there's going to be Cobb Vanth. I don't, as, as more stuff comes out, the reality that Boba Fett's going to be in there for me is kind of, you don't think he's it, playing Boba Fett? Still, I mean, there's a there's a possibility. Yeah. But like I said, with every new bit of information that comes yeah. out, it's it's diminishing for me. So this is what makes it hard for me too, though. If you have Ahsoka, you've got to have Rex, right? And, you, and we already do. We already know for sure. I don't know if we've seen it from a. 
if like Lucasfilms like is in it. Yeah, we haven't gotten an official. But I mean, but it was Hollywood Reporter. I was about I to say, as far as far as we're concerned, it's pretty much. Yeah, but it was also Hollywood Reporter that said Tamara Morrison was Boba Fett. So it's hard to conflicting. But anyway, yeah, like <laughs> what I was saying, Ahsoka. If Ahsoka's there, you know Rex is probably going to come up at some point. Right. I feel like if Cobb Vanth is there, there's a good argument to say Boba Fett would have to show up at some point. Right. Even though, again, casual fans think Boba Fett's dead. He fell in the Sarlacc pit. And for even the diehard fans, all we know, Boba Fett's dead. Right. We haven't seen any proof that he's alive. Except that little snippet at chapter five ending but now it could be cop vanth yeah. so who knows yeah so again a lot more questions than answers we're yeah getting exactly and now i would love for it to be all the above right i would love for cop vanth and as star wars fans though wouldn't we want it to be that way all the time true i'm sure we I mean, would have liked the the sequels to have everything we wanted true like uh a legit action heavy luke skywalker with a green lightsaber yeah <laughs> <laughs> just running around, just decimating them. But yeah, we'll never get it unless we get a prequels to the sequels, where we see Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, trained under Luke Skywalker. But, but Mark Hamill already said he has the beginning, middle, and end. So yeah, well, they can uh, get you know CGI. I was about to say uh, they did it with Leia. <laughs> Mark Hamill, does he have any? Kids? I don't know for a whole movie. Though. Do you know if Mark Hamill has any? Oh yeah, like, he sons? does. Yeah, does he? Yeah. Well, there you go. Let's face map him. <laughs> We've got Luke for another <laughs> 65 years, guys. Okay. <laughs> no worries. But like I was saying, and like you just agreed, all the above is what I would hope <laughs> for. And honestly, this news report of Oliphant playing Cobb Vanth in Boba Fett's armor has me worried or concerned. Mm-hmm. Now, the next thing that I have, and you've kind of touched on it, is are we starting to feel a little frustrated with these weekly reports or rumors or leaks? Because personally, I am. I mean, us as a show, though, it gives us. Oh yeah, to talk it about. gives us a topic to talk about, and it gives content for our viewers. To, but it to like, tune in on. But but go back to when we saw chapter one of the first season of the Mandalorian, and everyone was surprised about the child mm-hmm. and how he looked just like Yoda, and that's all that everyone was talking about for weeks. And right. almost leading all the way up until that show was over, all that w- people were talking about was the child. Yeah. If all this stuff continues to come out, I mean, we've got Ahsoka, we've got Tamara Morrison, he's in there somehow, either Rex or Boba Fett, one of the two or both. Or some new character, we don't know, I yeah. mean, at this point. Oh, well, we've got Michael Bien coming as a new character, he's a bounty hunter, he's the guy from, oh, we said it last week, Tombstone, Johnny Ringo. Right, yeah, yeah. He's coming in. I Ahsoka, Tamara Morrison, Boba you, Fett. I thought you were about to say Danny Trejo. I was like, wait a minute. I don't think he's in there. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, Ahsoka, Boba Fett, Cobb Vanth, Captain Rex. And that, That's so much. That is so much. See, and we, we too have to, we have to remember, like you said, like season one, like they knew it, they knew what they were doing because they, they produced something that was unique in the Star Wars universe. It had some tie-ins, and it kept people captivated. So yeah. even with all these leaks and releases, we have to just trust that Favreau knows what he's doing. And yeah, and that that's And season honestly, two, I mean, there's a, there's a thing with series like this where you start to see a decline. In some series, you see like a peak around season two or three. Hopefully mm-hmm. that's not the case with this one. Hopefully we see just gradual you know, increase among the seasons. So there you go, math teacher. <laughs> 
exponential curve. Let's keep it going all the way up. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any like concerns about it though? Or is you just kind of on board with me? Like it's concerning. It's concerning for me as far as a fan. Like I thoroughly enjoyed being surprised by the child. I was about to say, yeah, it just it just it diminishes like the wow factor that we get yeah. from seeing it, you know, in real time. But I will say this though, then throwing in that Cobb Vanth or Timothy Oliphant, whoever he's playing, yeah. dressed as Boba Fett. I, now I don't know what to expect. <laughs> they're, just, they're just doubling back on it. They're like, no, no, we're like, we were just kidding. So in my mind, all I'm telling myself is I have a feeling that I'm going to see Boba Fett's armor, but I have no clue who's in it. Ahsoka's coming back. What if it's like a uh, Din Djarin, we don't see him until like episode seven. We don't see That's who's true. wearing the, the armor. That's a very good point. But then casual fans would be like, well, this is Boba Fett. And then <laughs> seven, they're like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> but like to wrap this up, though, I'm all for all the above. Mm-hmm. Give me Boba Fett. Give me I think Cobb we can Bant, all agree that Give me Captain are. Rex. Give me Ahsoka. Give me Din Djarin. Give me the child. That's perfecto. <laughs> And while you're at it, give me a couple of Palpatines in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready sure. for it. <laughs> I mean, JJ will throw in Palpatine for no reason and won't explain it. We can get Rose back. <laughs> Come on now, Last Jedi hater. <laughs> I know you don't want that. <laughs> okay. Now, one thing, though, that I do want to talk about is why I'm concerned about Season 2 of The Mandalorian, but why I'm excited still. So my concern is this. You think back to season one, honestly, about 30% of the early episodes, 40% of the early episodes, was the Mandalorian walking around with the child. Mm-hmm. Just walking. Now, a lot of people would say that's a negative. There's nothing going on. But for me, it was extremely refreshing just to take a step back. Star Wars was back as a Western, basically. Yeah. I mean, it, A New Hope felt Western. The original trilogy... Definitely, you got Western vibes. And I feel like with the Mandalorians, and I know in Disney Gallery, the Mandalorian, even they said that when George Lucas created the Mandalorians, he thought of Clint Eastwood's The Man With No Name. Right. So, very Western uh, idea, culture type of people. Um, With all of these players, characters top-notch actors, actresses coming in, there's not enough time for that, for, like, that Western vibe. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like they'll still have the Western vibe, but it won't be, like, that slower-paced that Westerns traditionally are. And I know, I mean, I'm sure I'll end up loving all the action, but that's one of my concerns, is that it won't feel like season one is just... because. In my mind, season one was so refreshing. It just got back to the roots, and obviously we get to see this awesome dude in a Mandalorian outfit uh, and the child. Our yeah. boy back here. Our yeah. boy in the back. But yeah, your thoughts on that? I mean, definitely I see your point where they're not going to have time to have all these, you know, just slow-paced episodes. Walking along, getting attacked by, uh, yeah. oh, what are they called? I can't believe I'm doing this again. No, it's the... Uh, Species that Bosk is. Oh yeah, I just starts with a T. <laughs> Tauntaun. <laughs> no, no, I can't believe I, I'm doing this two weeks in a row. 
I'm dropping the ball on something. But anyway, continue. I mean, here at Mando Talk, <laughs> we're pretty much known for that, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It is a drawback. Trandoshans. Just thought of it. <laughs> there you go. I've never heard that word before. So Trandoshans. Yeah, that's what the, those guys are. I Chapter just re- two when they They're attack. just the Bosch creatures to Yeah, me. there you go. <laughs> but yeah, so continue. <laughs> we, we will see a lot of action, and that'll be a, a drawback and a, you know, a benefit in a lot of people's eyes, I'm sure. But... Like you said, it was a yeah. breath of fresh air with all we had, you know, the movie come out and then all this excitement. Right. We had we had the Mandalorian come out and then the movie and it just brought people up on this new platform. Then we have Clone Wars where a lot of, you know, action sequences go down. Right. I just I don't think that the Mandalorian's gonna completely give up on these like peaceful aspects. But I do think that they're gonna True. they're gonna try to, you know, see some of that momentum that they got from the Clone yeah. Wars and um Rise of Skywalker. Like, just keep going with action. Mm-hmm. Like, just bang, bang, bang. <laughs> yeah. Just because, I mean, there was a lot of lashback for Rise of Skywalker, but people still watched it. So yeah. People, it's, again, and a lot it's, of people enjoyed it, so. Yeah, it's a, another film that was and like you ha- 50 And you have a, again, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna harp on The Last Jedi, but it was a slower-paced movie, and it didn't do as well. And I know it's, comple- it's completely different night and day difference between a series and a movie. I don't necessarily think that Last Jedi was slower-paced. But some of the so you like the two <laughs> two and a half hour car chase in space. <laughs> well, I agree. I I feel like there could have been something that wasn't because I mean you watch an episode of Cops, man. Thirty minutes of pop, you're hooked. <laughs> Live TV, even man. That's true. So that's just I mean like like you said the action will be fun to see because we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna have some hard hitters. We have Ahsoka, yeah. you know Rex. Boba Fett, maybe okay. a new character, Cobb Van. The Mandalorian's still in there. Yeah, the armor. We have all these characters that are right, very skilled in combat, and that leads perfectly to my excited piece. Like why I'm pumped up about this. Again, it's going to be action and jam packed. I don't think there's going to be an, a chapter that you could miss as far as what do we need to know about the Mandalorians in general, Din Djarin, what's going on with the child. But this is leading to a question for me it's gonna it would be exciting for me but i'd love to hear your take on it season one we strictly followed din Djarin and the child like we saw everything through their eyes we've got boba fett and cobb vanth reportedly coming back is it possible because you know how tv shows some episodes they follow along with these characters some episodes they follow along with these other characters. Do you think it could be possible for where we bounce completely away from Din Djarin and the child for one episode and we see this feud go down between Boba Fett and Cobb Vanth? Because if both Boba Fett and Cobb Vanth are in this show, they're fighting at some point say, because they, that's his armor. They both want that set of armor. <laughs> yeah. Because it's Beskar still, right? Is that canon? Yes, his it is. Armor? Because yeah. I know Django's is, and I know that he just... Gave a paint job to his dad's armor, so I'm right. Yeah, it's so Beskar. so we know Beskar is not easy to come by in the galaxy, right. so it's going to be a prized possession to fight over. So, yeah, I mean, and I think I think that it it can reach the point where it can bounce back between the two. Yeah, and not necessarily even just full episodes, but maybe like intervals, like back right. and forth. Back yeah, and forth. I think, and I think that's more how it'll be. I don't think they'll completely take a dip away from an episode from Din Djarin and the child, yeah. because then you then you reach the area where people have grown attached to the Mandalorian because of the child. True. And if you don't see him for a whole episode, they're like, oh, well, maybe, you know, they just forgot about this whole storyline. So I think yeah. they have to, and I'm sure they've already found that balance of the two yeah, that they want to reach. I mean, just in early thoughts, speculation-wise, it seems if Cobb Vanth is in this, 
like Boba Fett and Cobb Vanth has have this completely separate story because we know that Din Djarin's trying to get the child to people like him, which would take him away from Tatooine toward Ahsoka Jedi, I guess is my like, because I know we talked about it in a podcast, like when he says or when the armorer tells Din Djarin to take Baby Yoda to his people, is he talking about the species or is he talking about the people yeah, that we, have we those same abilities? Yeah. Um, but since Ahsoka's coming back, that leads me to think he's going to take the child to people with his same abilities. So that's like, there's a gap here where I feel like Din Djarin and the child have this path toward Ahsoka, but Boba Fett and Cobb Vanth have this path focused on figuring out who gets this armor first. So that's why I'm thinking, like, are we going to get separate stories, like split-offs? Mm -hmm. And I would enjoy it, but again, that goes back to me, back to another concern. Back to that just Western vibe of season yeah. one, where we followed the same guy, where Din Djarin was basically like Clint Eastwood, the man with no name. We had no clue who was under there. We just know that he was super dope, uh, blasting all of these people. Yeah. Thoughts. I mean, their their paths have to cross, though. You oh yeah, at some point. You don't get a sheriff of a of a like a sand like planet town. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get a sheriff like that in a Western space spinoff of the Mandalorian, and them not you know come to come to arms with True. one another. I just want to see Din Djarin and Boba Fett battle. I'm sure I think will. we should give, because Boba Fett needs a reason to be legit. Because I know people out there, a lot of people are like, oh, he's just a dude with a cool suit on. If he defeats Cobb Vanth, that gives him legitimacy. And then that's when he goes and either battles Din Djarin or they join, join forces. And what, he becomes part of the Mandalorians. What if uh, Cobb Vanth steals Boba Fett's armor? And Boba Fett needs some, and he sees old Din Djarin walking around. And he sees that shiny, well, shiny little bit of Beskar. So then that would become contradiction with canon, though, because he gets it from Jawas. Cobb Vanth gets the armor from Jawas. Well, I mean, like... But again, we're back ja to... The Jawas have it and take it, and Boba Fett's like, well, I don't have anything to help me. But so. ag again, I mean, we're back to the idea grasping of... Grasping at straws. We don't even know that Cobb Vanth's armor in the book is Boba Fett's. We just know that he's True. on Tatooine. True. Like, Boba Fett could still have his armor on getting out of the Sarlacc pit, while Cobb Vanth already has this no-name no that we don't know who he is Mandalorian's armor on. And so where we're just going to see those two just go ahead and they're ready to battle. They both got the armor. We haven't even thought about that. Because, again, like, the book only mentions Mandalorian armor. It does not get specific. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Cobb Vanth... And Boba Fett both could already be strapped up in Beskar Steel, ready to get at it. <laughs> just going to have episodes one through eight. We assume it has eight episodes. It's just going to be just endless just yeah. shootouts. But then again, the one thing that contradicts that is the report says he, that Timothy Oliphant was in Boba Fett armor. <laughs> it's just like a backward seesaw, man. Take it with a grain of salt. I'm confused. But I'll say this. The good thing is, though, there's a lot more pros coming out of yeah. our speculations than negatives. I think so. Um, and and honestly, like, if I think about it, like, none of these, you know, if Tamara Morrison plays Boba Fett as opposed to Rex or both or yeah. neither another character or whatever, all of them, in my mind, lead to a story that will 
be enjoyable to watch. Oh, for sure. And and like, there's not really an end where you're like, you know, there's no way they're gonna be able to pull this out. Like all of there, I yeah. mean, it's it's gonna be a jam packed season. I'm very much looking forward for to sure. it. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure I echo all the the people on Mando talk when I say that. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm pretty pumped for it. And like we keep saying, my request is all of the above. Just mm-hmm. throw in all those characters. I'm fine with it. Yeah, you don't have to take any of them out. I mean, they could even bring this guy back. <laughs> yeah, Han Solo. He's still there. He got any more he's kids? He's around. He's got any dads? I guess that would be right. <laughs> well, he's got kids. Ben Solo. There you go. <laughs> Give him a blaster and let him go to town. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all right. Those are my th- kind of thoughts on all of it. I, I mean, we've covered a lot of yeah. speculation. Speculation is always, we have fun with it, but we don't necessarily get all of them right, at least. <laughs> have we ever gotten one right? I feel like when the... Okay. I feel like if, when if the, Boba Fett comes back, I'll at least have one. Yeah, right. you will. But but you said that that at the end of chapter five that was Boba Fett, but now it's looking like it's Cobb Vanth. Well, you know, fifty <laughs> percent is failing in most people's eyes. But I will I'll take say it this as a though: win. I feel like when the Mandalorian was going on, we were on point. Like I feel like we were able to predict very well what was going to happen. We had a no, certain grasp. Nolan talked about the core every week. <laughs> Nolan we, wants to see the core. He we, wants to see Coruscant. The army core, whatever core. He wants to go back to Revenge of the Sith. Somehow, okay, we're going to throw in MCU here. They're going to go like in some time lapse thing, and Din Djarin and Baby Yoda are going to witness Order 66. <laughs> It's like going back that's, in time. That's uh, like, Nolan's request. Yeah, my goodness. <laughs> We're just kidding. I don't know if he requests that or not, but I I'm could. I'm sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we tease. Yeah. Okay. Shout out Nolan and, and Jacob, wherever they're at. Yeah. Um, Hope- Nolan- hopefully listening. <laughs> Who knows at this point? <laughs> Nolan did text me and say to give a shout out to all the people listening. Uh, Jacob didn't really say anything. So a Nol- shout out to the people listening? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all of our listeners out there. We... Honestly, like jokes aside, we do appreciate you guys. Oh yeah, in. for sure. Because I mean, we would do this anyway. Just a couple of. Nerds I mean, talking I'm Star having Wars, fun so. just talking Star Wars, getting around every usually Friday nights, hanging out with each other. Doesn't matter how many numbers we're getting. I'm just having fun with it. So we hope that you're having fun with it. Again, continue to check us out anywhere and everywhere. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Mando Talk. Let us know what you think of everything that me and BA talked about on this episode. Uh, Comment on this YouTube video. uh, Reply to us on Twitter. Comment on Instagram or Facebook. And we will talk about it next week on the podcast. Yeah, and like like I mentioned before, reach out with ideas on our top five series we're going to try to get into. And and, I mean, any other ideas that you want to talk about. Yeah, if you have any categories for the top five series that you want to hear us talk about. And when I say us, we are really trying to get like a full, huge panel. And I don't even know if you know this. I'm trying to get it's more than four people. Like Where I'm, would we put them? They all sit in <laughs> each other's lap? <laughs> Hopefully all of this will be over with and social distancing won't be a thing to where we can sit on top of each other. Right, there you go. <laughs> Who knows, though? But yeah, we've got a bunch planned for the top five series. But if you have categories that you think would be perfect for that top five series, let us know in the comments. Last thing I'll say, because we haven't said this in a while, check out our website, mandotalk.weebly.com. It's really just there to be an easy access for every single one of our podcast episodes. I mean, again, if you're a new listener, we have been reviewing, or we started this podcast all the way back in 
November, whenever The Mandalorian came out. We've been, been reviewing every single one of the Mandalorian episodes. We reviewed every single one of the Clone Wars episodes. And now we have started to just become a Star Wars news report almost where we have fun speculating about the news, especially during this off season. But like BA said, we will be coming with a top five series here soon. So get involved with that. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Brandon, thank you for coming. As always, stepping I appreciate, up. Hey, I appreciate you having me in. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. However, you are enjoying Mando talk. National Streaming Day. Hopefully you've been streaming Mando Talk. That's all that we have for this yeah. week. Do you want to send us oh, we, out? We didn't even get into Spotify streaming. I listen to all kind of podcasts, but that's another. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you want to send us out? Sure. All right, L- man. Live long and prosper. Wait. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, hold up, man. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I thought that would be funny. Like, pro- was, yeah, probably sure, one man. person got a laugh. So. <laughs> oh, I got a laugh. Hey, there we go. Two. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, until next time. From everybody here at Mando Talk, we have spoken.